One, two, three. Welcome to Shirak Den. This is the place where ladies are talking about the ways we're blazing our trails and the things that put the wind in our sails. Hello, and welcome to the She Rocked It podcast. I'm your host, Karen Gross. I am so excited to welcome Kate Marley's from Philly PR Girl to the podcast because I feel like as someone who worked um, in Philadelphia for many years on the journalism side and the media side and communications, I've known about Kate and Philly PR Girl for years, and I feel like we've been two ships passing and have always been so excited about everything she's doing. And I get to hear from Kate today on She Rocked It. Hi, Hi. Kate. Welcome. Thank you so much for having yes. me. I'm exactly like what you said. I'm so excited to finally meet you. And hopefully this is just the beginning of us doing lots of awesome things together. Um, so Amen. I'm, I'm excited I feel to the be here. Way. Yeah, this is going to be great. Yes. What I really respect about you, Kate, I know that um, you started... Philly, Philly PR girl back in 2010, I believe as a blog. And I love that it has exploded into this amazing agency, the go-to agency in Philly for so many PR needs and events. It's so inspiring. Can you tell us a little more about what even gave you the courage back then to launch the blog, you know, and raise your voice in that way? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, this, I had a lot of jobs, <laughs> you know, I was that person that always had two or three jobs at least. Um, and I was just burnt out and I wanted to do something creative. Um, so the blog was just a creative outlet and it was supposed to just be for fun. Um, but I can never do anything small. I always have to take it to the next level, which is a, which is a good thing and a bad thing sometimes. I hear that. But, What's your zodiac yeah. sign? Yeah. I'm, Cap- I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn vibes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I started throwing these networking events to promote the blog, just because I thought blogging was like the new thing. And at the time, you know, it's definitely not what it is now with all the influencers and everything like that. It's such a huge um, thing for the digital media marketing world today. Um, But I wanted to meet, again, like minded people, I wanted to meet other bloggers. And so I started throwing these networking events, and they just became a hit. And people started saying like, hey, can I hire you? Because the blog was called Philly PR Girl. Mm-hmm. And had you been doing like, were you in a PR gig full time? Like what mm-hmm. were you doing day job? No. No. I was an executive director for nonprofits. So I did wow. marketing, conference planning, ran board meetings. I don't know why I named the blog Philly PR Girl best decision I've ever made. Let's be this honest. This is the real uh, story, right? Yes, yeah. I love, yes. That's so interesting. It's like you had a prophetic vision of like I what did. your journey was going to be. That's what? It's crazy. And I do believe like speaking into existence, I believe that very yes. strongly. So I feel like it was definitely meant to be with that said, it was a, a long journey, a long road. Um, so we did the blog for fun for two years. I um, brought on an editor, um, mm. this amazing girl that just graduated from Drexel mm-hmm. and she edited the blog with me, Victoria, and we're still really close to today. And, um, and then after about two years, I, I really thought, okay, let me, let me see what, what this could become. And I did take the leap. And now, um, this year we're celebrating our 10 year anniversary as a company. 
Yes. I love that we're getting to speak to you as part of your tenure. (laughs) We are honored to celebrate that huge milestone with you. I love that this started for you as from a place of, of like joy and pleasure and fun of just like, I, right. You, you obviously are a passionate Philadelphian. You loved things that were going on in the city and you just wanted to write about them. Is that, is that exactly what you say? Yeah. 100%. Um, I consider, I still do like our company is an ambassador for the city of Philadelphia. I love the city. I love everything that, um, it brings our culture, you know, our food, our music. And I feel like the blog, which we still have, it's still on our website. It's still a big mm-hmm. part of our brand supports that. So sometimes we write about things and, and people get confused. They think our client, they're our clients. I'm like, no, they're just things that we're fans of and that right. myself and the team like and enjoy. And um, I also think that, you know, for for me, it was important that it wasn't just me picking the events we write about. It wasn't just me picking the things that we cover uh, on the blog. It's the whole team because we all like different things. And mm. so really, you know, diverse um, events and, and things that we cover on the blog. And it's really fun. Uh, every Monday we have a blog called this week in Philly where we list events. It's very simple this week in Philly and people, I still get so excited when people tell me they read that because that's really what kicked it all off for us. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when does something like, you know, in your opinion, make that shift from a passion project, from something that you just love doing to like this is going to be my new career trajectory. Like when was that moment for you? How did that like become from, you know, fun, you know, passion thing that you were doing to like, I'm going to take this seriously. I'm going to even leave my day job. Yeah. Um, what I usually say is it's all about timing and you have Mm -hmm. to know that you are ready to dedicate, you know, your life to something that, you know, I always say like, if you start a company, make sure it's something you enjoy and you're passionate yeah. about um, because it's not easy. Um, but for me, it was the right time. I was in between jobs and I was doing Philly PR girl. And I was sort of like, you know, I left my nonprofit world cause I thought I was ready to do Philly PR girl full time. I got cold feet, took another mm-hmm. job and it didn't last long because I knew that was a mistake. Like I knew that I was ready. Um, so I went back and I was like, no, Kate, like you, you can do this. Like I needed like a pep to pep talk myself (laughs) and, um, you know, and then honestly, there's no looking back once I gave it my all. And once I was like, okay, you know, I started this company when I was in my thirties. So like I had a mortgage, I was paying my own bills, you know? So yeah, there was, there was no failing, you know? And, um, we started small and started bringing on some interns. And I remember when I got my first full-time employee, I was like, wow, this is Uh, crazy. Like, like I actually have someone that I'm responsible for. And now we have, you know, a much bigger team, which um, I'm sure we'll talk about later, but uh, it's, it is a lot of responsibility to own your own business. But at the same time, I usually say like, it's stressful, but it's like good stress. Like it's your it's your stress and you know how much you can handle and how much you can't. Um, and so for me, like I knew I was ready when it was time, it was just the right time. I'm glad that you're, you know, being honest with us about the fact that it can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. I coincidentally have had my own communications 
consultancy for 10 years. Actually, the funny enough, oh. 2013 was the end of my last full-time job. And, you know, wow. it's hard. It can be hard and yeah. there can be ups and downs. And I think that, you know, any entrepreneur who's like, you know, this is just peaches and cream all the time. And right. It's just like, oh, yeah. make your own life. And it's, yeah, but I think that's, that's true. What, what has kind of kept you motivated in the times when things got hard? Um, I, I would say that I'm, you know, passionate about what I do and I love my clients. Mm -hmm. So my clients keep me motivated for sure. Um, we do turn down clients that, you know, we just are not connected with. And, um, we have very lucky to where I don't really do outside sales because clients hear about us from word of mouth or social media or existing clients. So, um, we do have people that, you know, constantly talking to people and trying to see if it's a good fit can, you know, and, and also I, I look at like, you know, is this something that the team's passionate about too? Um, now that it's not just me, you know, is this something right. that I feel like Andreana would be great at or Lena would love, you know? So I, I consider that as well. So that motivates me. Their successes motivate me. We always joke around like big or small when we, when we get pressed for clients, like we have to celebrate them, you know, like high fives, you know, <laughs> like let's be totally. proud of, let's be proud of what we did, big or small, you know? Let, let's talk about your team too, because you just said a moment ago, you know, first of all, it sounds like, you know, when you, we first hired that person or brought on that person to help you with the blog, like even that's a big step to just ask for help. I think, you know, some of us yeah. think we have to DIY everything, solopreneur, you know, do it yeah. yourself. Tell us about the journey of like accepting help, accepting support, and then ultimately, you know, having this amazing team around you to support you. Yeah. Um, there are people that prefer to work by themselves and that's okay. I've always been the type of person I'm, I'm a people person. So clearly, um, I, I want to be surrounded by people. Like I could work from home and I'm not, I'm here in the office today and every day, you know? So I, I not only like being around people, but I like mentoring and teaching. So, um, in the beginning, because I did not really have a PR background, um, I was, 100% 100% self-taught. It was like a running joke in the office. Like I would have like an intern come in one day and I'd be like, so what'd you learn in class today? You know, like <laughs> te- teach me and I'll teach you what I I know. love that. Always learning. You know, it's interesting. It occurs to me that you may not always be in the limelight yourself. You're often like, you know, shining lights on your, on your clients and folks like that. So thank you for the honor of getting to really dig into your story is, I mean, you're not, I would say you're putting all your clients in the hot seat a lot of the time. So how does it feel to be in the hot seat and kind of dive into your story? It's funny because I've done a few interviews for different charity events and things that we've done over the years. And I'm always like, Oh, I forgot how hard that is. And I much rather be putting my client out there or being behind the scenes. But I think, um, it's important to um, inspire and just tell my story because honestly, like, like just like what you said, everyone thinks it's all peaches and cream and it's all fun. And, you know, Oh, PR looks so much fun. You go to so many events. Yes, it is. But I also go to a TV hit at 6am and I'm working an event the night before till midnight, you know, like people forget about the hard work that goes um, into it as well. For sure. Let's, let's maybe even go deeper if we can, because I think about the lives we pick as women. Um, 
I don't have kids. I am, you know, not married. I've not been married. Um, and I think, you know, there's women who are rethinking what it looks like to have a life as a woman, a creative, courageous life, holistically, yeah. what that yeah. can look like. And having been, I'm now more on the writing wordsmithing, copywriting, speechwriting side, but I did PR for a little tiny bit and I have mm. deep respect because you really are on call. I mean, you really going to get that call from, you know, the news station, like you said, and you got to be on that. Like, tell us about how you look at your life holistically, being that you're a business owner, that PR is a commitment. Yeah. How do you think about that? Um, it's really hard. I mean, as women, I feel like we talk yeah. about self-care a lot. Thank God we're starting to talk yeah. about it. You know, um, for yeah. me personally, uh, COVID um, and during the quarantine era, <laughs> quarantine time taught me a lot. Oh, yeah. QT. Yeah. It taught yeah. me a lot. It, um, <laughs> it helped me yeah. um, slow down a little bit and realize like, I don't have to be on every call. You know, I have this amazing team that mm. I trust, you know, or I don't have to go to every, every event. Do I still love to do it? Absolutely. But I, I sort of like, yeah. I'm getting better at um, picking and choosing and trying to figure out, you know, like the whole, like work smarter, not harder. You know, like I hate that saying, but like, it's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> when you figure it yeah, out, you let know. me know. Cause I'm like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, still working on that too. Exactly. So all of those things, um, with that said is, um, just a work in progress, just like everyone else. Um, I usually say, you know, if I'm with my family, especially like my nephews and my niece, uh, that's when yeah. I check out, like I can, I can check out, I can concentrate on them. I can put the phone away. Um, and it took me a long time to get there. You know, it's not, it's not going to happen. PR is an on-call. Yeah. It's, we're always on call. So it took me a long time to get there. And, um, like I said, I'm still a work in progress. (laughs) I, I, I hear that. Well, I have to say though, I was very impressed with the process of, um, kind of engaging with you for this interview. Like you have an assistant and she was handling the details and there was someone else handling the details. And like, I have utmost respect (laughs) for that. Like you kind of it seems to, from, from my perspective, like you had folks really making sure that you could just show up and be, you know, your superstar self today. Um, yeah. so kudos from my perspective, it looks like you have really created a, a work, um, kind of system. Would you say that? Yeah. Cool? But like, I mean, like all that stuff that, that yeah. they did, I could have done, but again, that goes into the, like, this is a great teaching opportunity. You know, this is a great moment where okay. they, I can set them up to feel um, successful and feel like, Oh, I booked that interview for Kate. Like, yeah, they did do that, you know? And, um, and I want them to, by the way, team Philly PR girl, you all <laughs> rocked it. You were so great to work with. So <laughs> kudos and Kate, great teacher oh. clearly. Cause everyone was so on it. Like, honestly, I mean, we've booked a lot of yeah. folks and like, man, Philly PR girl, you guys oh. are tight. Tight ship. That's the best compliment I can get for sure. You know. So tell us a little more about your clients because you know if you go on the Philly PR Girl website, it's like logo upon logo of these amazing organizations that you have worked with. How how does that happen? Like that you first of all just have amassed this amazing portfolio. I mean, tell us a little bit about that. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, me coming from a nonprofit background as my previous career. Nonprofits are definitely something that we focus on. That's one of our, like, 
core principles here that we work with. So not only women-owned businesses, nonprofits, and then just events and businesses in general that we're passionate about. So as far as our nonprofits are concerned, we work with amazing organizations like the Darren Dalton Foundation, uh, Dimples for Days, uh, Sandy Rollman Ovarian Cancer Foundation, all different, right? They're, they're doing different things, um, but they're Very doing different. amazing work, you know, for the community for Philadelphia and beyond, right? So I love that. We work with amazing women-owned businesses like Danielle Massey, who owns the Wellness Collective, uh, you would love her. I'll have to introduce you to her. Um, I would love yeah. that. Wellness Collective sounds uh, much more yeah. than appreciated. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Speaking of self-care. Exactly. We, we talk about it a lot. And it's funny because sometimes like, I feel like in a way I'm like a, a therapist, like, you know, with my clients, like they'll call me and be like, this is hard. I didn't expect this or, you know, this event is not what I thought it would be or how did you do this? You know? Mm-hmm. So I always joke around like, you know, I used to tell my clients like, be prepared. You're one or two are really hard. If, and when you make it to your three, that's when you can start to breathe a little bit, you know, like that's at least how I felt. Um, and so I give them examples of when I was in their situation because most of the time, you know, there are, similar situations for any business, you know? Um, totally. Yeah. So I just, you know, we work with really cool clients and uh, love. Super yeah, cool. Yeah. That's amazing. And have there been any, um, I don't know, highlights or things that you just, when you think back at the past 10 years, like, oh my gosh, this was a moment where it all kind of came together and it just felt so good. Yeah. Um, definitely like events. There's some signature events that we do at Philly PR girl. We have an event every year called mind body bubbly, um, that helps support women owned businesses and our charity is always human trafficking related, um, to help with, you know, exposure and just, you know, knowledge of that. Um, and then we also do an event every year called Turkey day tailgate. And, um, we've worked with different organizations to support big brothers, big sisters, work with Phil abundance. So our signature events are always near and dear to my heart. But one that I loved, loved, loved was, um, an event that I did with the MS society for I think six or seven years called Preakness at the Piazza and Preakness. It was an event that, um, you know, was again, near and dear to my heart because my grandmother has MS and, that wasn't even like the reason that I took on that client, but it just became another passion project of mine. And I do believe that if you love what you do and if you're passionate about it, you just work 10 times harder and you don't even realize it. Yeah. I love all of the, um, I don't know how you light up when you talk about your work is very clear, (laughs) you know, that you're picking clients, right. You know, you're doing, doing the thing. It's beautiful to see that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you had said something a minute ago that kind of struck me, which was that when you're with your family, you kind of turn off your phone and that's like, you're, mm. you know, I'm off the grid with family. Is your family, I'm curious, like when we go into business for ourselves, especially as women, um, families sometimes can be supportive. They can also be sometimes, uh, put a little fear in us. Like, Oh, you, oh, yeah. you quit your day job. No. Yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. How, tell us about your family. Like how, how has, you know, your your immediate close kin like felt about this? Like when you first left your job or left the yeah. five, was there oh, any? Oh, for like... sure. Like my mom's the person that I go to every day with 
like, what do you think about this? Like, am I doing this wrong? And she gives me great advice um, that most of the time I take (laughs) most of the time. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think it's great to have a support system. You know, my best friend, again, I go to her all the time. Like, hey, what do you think? I remember back in the day, I used to even have her proofread stuff. She's a teacher. And I'm like, hey, tell me what you think about this, you know, or if I I have to send a very sensitive email, she'll proof it for me, you know, and and things like that. But um, no, I have a I have a great support system. And I do think it is important. It doesn't need to be your immediate family. It could be friends. It could be, you know, someone that you admire, you know, that does what you do as well. Um, Because there Mm -hmm. are times you're going to need to vent and talk to people that, you know, are not your colleagues or, you know, not your family and things like that. For sure. I feel like that should be a meme. Like who's the friend you call at like midnight to proofread the email. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Right. You need that friend. There's one. She knows (laughs) just like who it is. Yep. Special, special role in one's life. So Kate, I feel like I've been speaking to some women who are in that kind of stuck place or that in between place where they're maybe in a, in a, in a job that's just not fulfilling them any longer. And I think actually the pandemic really brought this to the surface of, you know, women realizing, right. That their jobs just weren't creatively fulfilling, satisfying. Maybe their lives weren't sustainable. It was just too much. Um, the work-life balance wasn't there. What words of inspiration looking back might you give to a woman who just needs to get her foot kind of out of that, that stuck place as you did to kind of say, I'm just going to really do this. And it was interesting how you said you kind of had a false start. Yeah, yeah, a little I bit. You went back, which is completely understandable. Yeah. But what, what kind of words of motivation would, would you offer to a woman who just needs to kind of get on that track to her destiny? Yeah. I mean, obviously it can be scary, but when you know, oh, like it's time, you should just do it. Like, you, you know, even if financially you're not ready to leave a job, go volunteer somewhere on the weekends, like do something that you can meet new people in a career that you possibly want to go into, or just have fun doing something different because then maybe that'll change your mindset with your job. Amazing. Well, Kate, this has been so nourishing for my soul (laughs) to hear about your journey. (laughs) And I hope that being in the hot seat has felt Good for you. I know you do a lot of speaking engagements as well, sharing your story, but thank you so much for taking the time to, uh, to share it with the She Rocked It audience. Of course. Know everyone appreciates it's it here. It's so great to finally meet you. And I love what you're doing. I love the thank people you. that you're interviewing and talking to. I've been listening to all the episodes. So, um, you know, it really, uh, I know, I know the amount of work that goes into this. Um, hosting a podcast. Thank you. So it's not easy. So I admire you. I've had a couple of people tell me like, you should do a podcast. I'm like, no, do you know how hard that is? I'd much rather go on amazing You know what I just heard? I appreciate that. <laughs> just like you, this started as an absolute labor of love. And it's something that I know that I have to do that. Our team is totally passionate about. My team motivates me too. On those days that you feel tired, the team is there to lift you up as well. So thank you so much. And you know, Kate, if you, I know you're a fan of the podcast and thank you, that means so much from you. Um, then, you know, we always end with our final question, yeah. which is your one tip to rocket. You already have shared so many great uh, pieces of wisdom with us, but if there's one tip that you should leave us with the tip to rocket, what would that be? I was thinking about it, but honestly, I, they should do what I did and just go for it. Just go for it. 
don't be scared. I know that I've had a little false start with second guessing myself, but if you want to rock it, there's no better way to just go for it and follow your dreams. Well, congrats on 10 years now. <laughs> Thanks. Come on, everyone. I'm giving her like a stand. I can't stand because I got on my wires. <laughs> a standing ovation for 10 years of rocking it as Philly PR girl. Thank you so much, Karen. Thanks so much for tuning into the She Rocked It podcast. I'm your host, Karen Gross. This episode has been edited by Aaron Phelan and produced by Tori Marcioni with audio engineering by Tung Chen. The She Rocked It theme song is by Karen Gross and Tim Motzer. Visit our Instagram page at She Rocked It to join the conversation and visit our website, SheRockedIt.com, to learn about how you can join our Rockstar Network membership community, support our work, and attend our live events and podcast tapings. Hope to see you on the inside. <laughs>